Thank you for tuning in to Saturday Conversations. My name is Edward Akiyemi, and I'm so grateful you have decided to listen to Saturday Conversations. Every Saturday, I have conversations with different believers of Jesus. We discuss about their faith walk and the wisdom they have gained through this journey called life. Happy Saturday. Today, I'm excited to welcome you to episode 39 of Saturday Conversations. Today's episode, our prayer will be filled with encouragement and insights in Jesus' mighty name. Today, I had to bring on a guest I've known for a couple weeks, and I love how God is using her to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ with her generation. So without further ado, please help me welcome to the conversation, Demarie, carry on. How's everything going? I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you? Doing well. Thank you for asking. So before we go into the topic, how about you just introduce yourself to people who don't know you? Yes, yes. Praise God. My name is Demery Carrion, and I am 17 years old. I'll be 18 in two months. I'm a senior in high school, and I'm surrendered to God, <laughs> living a life with him. <laughs> Hallelujah. Th that is so short. Do you have any siblings, or yes. are you the only child, or...? Yes, I actually have, I'm the oldest, and I actually have eight siblings. <laughs> um, they're everywhere, though. I have one in Europe, actually. I have a brother in Europe, and I have three sisters total as well, and, oh, four sisters total. <laughs> four sisters and four brothers. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. And where do you currently reside right now? Um, right now, I am living with my parents. Okay. Yes. I'm talking about state-wise. Are you, you're in California? Yeah, I'm in California. Awesome, awesome. So it's, it's not cold or anything? The weather's good? The weather right now is actually doing great. It's like cold. It's like super cold in the morning, though, and then it goes off to like, like spring type. And so it's kind of, it's kind of funny because I'm like, you know, I'm going to wear a sweater and I don't know how to dress sometimes because I'm like, okay, I'm just going to wear uh, a sweater today and then it gets hot. That's, that's how the weather is right now in California. <laughs> yeah, you like, you, you're so prepped for winter in the morning. There's yeah. like, man, it's a sauna out here in the afternoon. <laughs> yes, that's exactly how it is. Exactly. <laughs> well, thank you for coming on. Thank you for you know, clearing up your schedule because you are in high school. You probably got projects and all these other things you have to do. So thank you for coming on um, the podcast. So y'all already see the topic. Y'all see the title. You already know what we're talking about. We're talking about the pouring out. What I realize is your generation, the young generation, they're seeking for something that is real. But instead of going for what is real, they go for the thing that is a counterfeit. But it's not their fault because the older generation, we've gotten so comfortable with religion that the power and miracles of God were taken out to ensure that the program's were accomplished. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to see the power of God displayed once again. Instead of seeing the programs, instead of seeing all this other stuff that does not bring transformation, I'm ready to see the power of God because it's only the power of God that restores. It's only the power of God that sets free. It's only the power of God that can resurrect families. So I'm ready for the power of God. But I'm not saying there's anything wrong with programs. But when the programs take priority over the power of God, then we have a problem. But what gives me hope is that God will keep his promise about pouring out his spirit on all mankind. If you're young or if you're old, if you're male or if you're female, God is going to pour out his spirit on everybody. Joel chapter 2, verse 28 to 29 says, Afterwards, 
I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams and your young men receive visions. Even all my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days. So I'll go through this conversation is to show you practical ways on how to live out the pouring God is going to do to you through the Holy Spirit. So my first question to you is, how, before we go into the meat of the conversation, how is your upbringing? Yes, yes, hallelujah. So, uh, oh man, so right now I am the only, I'm actually the only one because I grew up Christian. I grew up Christian, but <laughs> it's my, my grandma is actually the one who planted that seed in me my grandma. And uh, I'm so thankful for her. I really am. Bless her heart. <laughs> um, I grew up Christian my 16 and a, like, this is like my 17 years, I grew up Christian. But my 16 and a half years, I was still, I still had that one foot in the world. I was actually, um, I would go, I wouldn't always go to church. It would be off and on. Uh, there would be times where um, where I would even not go with like at all a whole month, two months. Um, like it would just be an off and on thing. Like it would be off and on. I actually remember um, it started when I actually started to really want like like just like I tried everything, everything like in the world. I tried every single thing, and it was like, I was not finding any fulfillment at all, at all. And so sophomore year, I was just like, I want Jesus. You know what? I want to be all in. I do. Like, this was like, that, that was like my biggest desire. What I was really just wanted. I want Jesus so much in my life. And like, I'm done. I don't want to live in the world because I actually used to, um, before sophomore year came, I used to um, be like uh, about energy, like be this positive person, you know, and that didn't work. That did not work at all. Um, I actually had a very big, uh, like I fell down on the, I felt like I fell down on the concrete so bad. And so that's actually how everything led to, I want Jesus. Like he's the only way he truly is. And so um, from there, I started to just like this, it, it just started with this hunger, like I wanted him so much. And I remember I went to at this church, I remember I went to this church and uh, it was my first time going there. And I remember just like, I felt like it was the most beautiful feeling ever. It was like, wow like the holy spirit just came upon me and i remember crying so much that day i remember crying so much and right there i had this move in my heart jesus i want to give my life to you and so junior i believe it was junior year yes junior year i actually got baptized i got baptized and <laughs> hallelujah, I got baptized and I was actually in a relationship at this time. I was in a relationship for three years and um, I got baptized 
and I was actually lukewarm. Once I got, I was very lukewarm. Um, I was, I would see things like, oh, well, maybe this isn't that bad, you know? Um, this is not as bad as other people. Like this is like, I, that would how that's how like the enemy, like really, really came and <laughs> try to make me think like to, um, just to really make me think that, um, like what I'm doing is, is okay, you know? And so, um, and I, oh man, <laughs> so beautiful what Jesus does it's so beautiful um actually senior year before I started uh this was in August I was still in the relationship still lukewarm but I was so hungry for God I was so hungry for God I remember um I would be in my room and I would do uh bible studies by myself in my room because of that hunger, just wanting more of him. I would do that all by myself, spending this in my room. <laughs> and I remember actually, um, this is because of that hunger. I, um, I met, uh, I seen Apostle Catherine on TikTok. And from there, that's just how everything started. My, oh, wow. Like, <laughs> I think this goes on to actually um the oh man it's just so beautiful it's so beautiful he leaves me in awe he really does and so um yeah from there once I met Apostle Catherine once I seen her on TikTok from there I was just like I like my my spiritual eyes opened up and I was like I want to be all in I do but something's stopping me something stopping me from being all in. And that's when uh, senior year came and I encountered God and I got set free from spirit manipulation, a demonic soul tie and witchcraft. And from there, I've been on fire for him, wanting others to know him so much. And yeah, hallelujah. Yeah, that, is, that is so good. God is so good. God is amazing. <laughs> so good. Like God always ups himself. Like once we think we figure out God, God's like, no, I have another way to show myself. I have another way to transform lives. I have another way to restore souls. So that's all I love about Jesus is like, he's not, he's not limited to our thought of him. And sometimes we try to put Jesus in a box, but he's not limited to the box. He was, if he wasn't limited to the tomb and the grave, why do we think we can limit him to the box? So I just love, I love how Jesus has transformed your life. And now you, you're showing everyone that God still transforms, that God still restores, that God can still be the lifter of your head if we decide to put our hope, our faith, and our trust in Jesus. So I just love that. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. So is there anything you want to add? Yeah. So, um, oh, wow. Yeah. So ever since I got set free, I'm like, my life has completely changed, completely. Like, there's no desires of the world at all. Like, at all. And it's just absolutely beautiful. So beautiful. And I just thank Jesus so much. The way he just came into my life. And I I didn't even expect all of this. <laughs> this is not what I was, like, I went to high school thinking, okay, you know, 
this is high school. Um, <laughs> this is high school. And, um, you know, I'm going to go to prom, you know, how the high school, how high school works. And it was just like, yeah, like that was my mindset. Like, this is what's going to happen this year. And I'm going to graduate in four years and I'm going to go off and do this. And I had everything planned for myself, you know, but that's not what <laughs> God had. God said, I have different plans for you. <laughs> and so um, it's so beautiful. What he does is so, so beautiful because even at that time um, in high school, like I didn't even know too, like what I wanted to be really. It would be off and on. Like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I remember just stressing all the time too. I remember stressing all the time. That's how, that's how I remember how the past was, how I would always stress. I would have anxiety too. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Um, I, Cause I'm in this also, I'm in CSF to graduate in white. So I was always just stressing all the time. I remember crying all the time. And it's so beautiful how when you surrender to God, when you surrender to him, he just directs your steps completely. And there's no confusion at all what you're going to do in life at all. Like as long as you just keep seeking him. And it's just absolutely beautiful. So I want to add that like what he does, the way he just transforms everything. He makes like, he just makes your, your path so straight, so straight. And it's just absolutely beautiful. Hallelujah. That is, that is so good. So my question is, cause you know, you are a teenager, a yeah. teenager and teenagers sometimes have the, the ability to always want to rebel against authoritative figures. So did you ever have to was it easy for you to just follow God, whatever he tells you to do? Or did you have to try to negotiate with God? Or did you just rebel and then God kept pursuing you? And that's when you turned back to God. So which one do you um, stand? Yeah. So um, when I was in, when I was actually lukewarm, um, I would have this condemnation because I fornicated and I would have because I was in a relationship. And I would have like this guilt and shame of that voice of the enemy, the voice of the enemy. I would constantly have, and I would never have this before, ever. And it was so like constantly, constantly, constantly making me feel like a horrible person. And it was just like, I was just like, wow, like, I, like, and, and he actually would try, because this is when, um, when I was lukewarm, I was actually like um falling into religion too i would think he would try to make me think that was god telling me all those things to try to make me think that um um god is god is upset with me that just constantly condemning me making me feel guilty he would always try to make me feel that way all the time and it was like a constant thing and so um from like, I just, I didn't, I didn't like that. I didn't like that at all. And I remember actually, um, once I have, because when, when we live, like many live in that religion where they think that God is very condemning, very condemning. He, he makes people feel ashamed of themselves. And that's how I was actually living too. 
in especially in my and when I was lukewarm that's ex exactly how I was living too and so um I like I just really from there that just really like I just had this like like this something in my heart like this I know this is not God I know this is not him I know it, it I know it's not <laughs> I'm telling myself I just know it's not I know it's not him I know this is the voice of the enemy but he would just constantly try and because I was lukewarm my spirit man was so low you know so it was like um I couldn't even tell really it was like really hard for me to try to make this voice go away I didn't know anything yet I was lukewarm I was still one foot in the world and so um but because I was like okay like I know this is not this is not God's voice this is not and it just led me more to be more hungry for him. And that's how everything started, just of that hunger, because I know there's so much more of him. There's so much more. And that's how actually, yeah. <laughs> I just love that. I love your testimony because you decided to take your hunger to Jesus. Because there's so many people that are hungry, but instead of them taking it to Jesus, they take it to other things. They might take it to the Ouija board or witchcraft or new age, but you decide to take, your hunger to Jesus. So, because yeah. like your gen your your generation, they're always looking for something. They they are in tune with the spiritual realm, but instead of them trying to tap in with the Holy Spirit, they try to tap in with other spirits, like the demonic spirits. So, did you did you always know that you wanted to find like the real thing? You want to connect with the Holy Spirit, or was there like a trial and error before you made a decision? That's a really good question. <laughs> That's a really good question. Um, actually, there was a time where I was really trying to, like, like I remember um, going based off like energy, energy instead of like going to Jesus. Like I would. I remember actually, I would be like, be a positive person, you know, say positive five things. Like this is how I was in, in my uh, lukewarm. Like this is how exactly I was. Like I remember um, maybe if I just say five positive things, maybe the, this voice will go away. And it, it wouldn't, <laughs> it wouldn't, um, it would not act actually at all. It's like putting like a Band-Aid over something, over a womb. and it. it uh oh wow sorry <laughs> um it it like that's how it was like I was trying to really go based off like energy instead of just going with Jesus instead of the Holy Spirit that's how I was in the very beginning um in my lukewarm time and now um, the Holy Spirit now <laughs> he's literally my best friend my best friend and I am so thankful for him. I really thank him so much. I mean, he's my strengthener when I do go through trials. He is my strengthener so much. I mean, he's, he's my comforter and it's absolutely beautiful. So beautiful. I love him so much. <laughs> I love him so much. That is so good because the what does the Bible call the Holy Spirit? The Holy Spirit is the comforter. He's the advocate. <laughs> He's the, the paraclete, which means he's the one who's going to walk beside you when you go through the trials and 
troubles of life. So I, I love the Holy Spirit too. Like let's just honor the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit, he, he, I, I want I don't want to say he puts up with us, but you know, we're human, we fall, but he's still there to, okay, let's, let's get back up. Let's keep going. Let's, let's dust your shoulders off and keep pushing forward. So the Holy Spirit is so patient with us. And the Bible says in the book of Romans that the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead, which was the Holy Spirit, is the same spirit that lives within us to quicken our bodies. So I just love the Holy Spirit that even though when we fall up, he's like, okay, get back up. He's the one who helps He helps us resist the temptation that is thrown our way. He's the one who helps us that to help other people in their, their journey. So Holy Spirit, right now, we're going to stop. Right now, we're going to honor you. We're going to say glory to your name. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your patience. We thank you for your for, for everything you've done. So Holy Spirit, we just ask you to have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So let's just go to the next question. So my next question to you is, how do you ensure that you maintain a devotion life? Because sometimes as you know, you're in high school, you're trying to graduate, you're trying to get, and then now you have this online ministry how do you not get stuck in the routine and make sure that your relationship stays intact with Jesus? Which like worshiping, reading the Bible, you know, going to church and stuff like that. So how do you maintain your devotion life? Yes. Amen. Hallelujah. So actually, because I'm always like in school, studying, doing homework, I learned that intimacy is so important intimacy is so important um just knowing that, that that Jesus is with you every single second of the day every single second of the day because I actually I used to be very insecure about my relationship with God so insecure but once I learned about intimacy once I started having this 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 union, my life changed so much. And because I'm in high school, um, the, just like, what, what I, it's so beautiful because uh, I'll be in class, <laughs> I'll be in class and there's never a time where he's, I'm just not thinking about him. I'll be in class and I'm just like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> and, or I'll be studying too. I'll be studying for a test. And as I'm studying, I'm just like, okay, thank you, Jesus. You are with me right now. You are with me as I'm studying. You are with me right now. I thank you. I thank you so much. And just that intimacy, just that relationship, because he wants a relationship with you. He does. He wants that relationship with you. He, and, and it's so pure so pure the relationship with him it, it is so pure know that 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 god does not judge your relationship with him at all at all he does not judge your relationship with him at all it is pure love pure love completely <laughs> completely pure love and um there be times too where i'm driving and i just put worship music on. I put worship music on and I'm just like dancing in my car, <laughs> praising him, thanking him, meditating on his promises, meditating, valuing what he's doing in my life too. And 
just taking that time to just thank him and thank him while I'm driving, meditating on his goodness, meditating on his love for me, his faithfulness. I actually just read that this morning in Psalms, <laughs> his faithful, how he's just so faithful. And I like his love for us. It's so, so, so faithful. And, um, and so I just think like, it's just, it's absolutely beautiful. The intimacy with him as it, like as a high school student, like it's so important, even for everyone else who may be like doing maybe on a busy schedule or something, know that he just wants a relationship with you. He wants that relationship with you. It's like, this is how um, my spiritual mom put it. It's like someone's driving, you're the driver. There's people in the back seat, right? But it's up to you if you want to acknowledge that. It's up to you if you want to remind yourself, oh, there's people in the back seat. You know what I mean? And so ever since I heard that, it was just like, wow. Like, it's so important, so important. And ever since I just started to like practice that intimacy, knowing that God is with me, it's like, there's never a day where I'm just not talking to him. I'm talking a lot <laughs> to him throughout my day. And um, reading the word too, that is so, so important too. And it doesn't have to be religious either where um, you're like, okay, I'm going to read 20 chapters today, or <laughs> I'm going to read 10 chapters today, or I'm going to time myself and make sure it's an hour today in the Bible or two hours a day, three hours a day in the work. It's so important that you do not get into that religious mindset because that's actually how pride can come. It's actually how pride can come. That's so and good. Yes. Hallelujah. <laughs> hallelujah. So just lead whatever the Holy Spirit leads you. That's what I do whenever I'm reading, whatever the Holy Spirit leads you. Ever. If the Holy Spirit is telling you, I want you to meditate on this verse today, meditate on that verse today. If the Holy Spirit's telling you, I want you to read a chapter, or if the Holy Spirit's saying two chapters today, three chapters, go what the Holy Spirit is leading you to. Just go with what the Holy Spirit's leading you to. Don't time yourself. Because <laughs> when you're with a friend, you're not timing. <laughs> it's just like when you're with a friend, you're not saying, okay, we're at, we're going to be, we're going to go on a coffee date for, uh, 30 minutes today <laughs> or an hour today and it's exactly going to be that and once once an hour hits we're done we're done with coffee no more that, <laughs> you see how that's exactly how um how uh many times the enemy can try to come in that way and that's how the religious uh the spirit religious spirit can come because if you don't read as much as you read the next day or the day before that religious voice can come. You didn't even read that much today. You didn't even pray that long today. <laughs> and so that's why it's so, so important. Just go based off what the Holy Spirit leads you completely. Just go based off what the Holy Spirit leads you. And so I'm always like, okay, Holy Spirit, what does my time look like with God today? Whenever I'm like reading the word too, I'm just like, I tell God, I tell him, God, you're going to speak to me. You're going to speak to me. And it's just out of pure love, pure love, like so pure love, like just knowing like 
just having that mindset don't have that don't have this mindset like of um oh man i gotta read today <laughs> or um or like like oh well i don't feel like it or um like just have this like have this mindset okay god you're going to speak to me my prayers you're gonna answer them like have that mindset have this mindset it is so beautiful when you have this mindset like god you're gonna speak to me right now you're going to speak to me you're going to talk to me right now same thing with prayer same thing with prayer and just always just let the holy spirit lead let the holy spirit lead in your relationship with him and just let it be pure love pure love hallelujah that is so good it's it's like having like jesus said it's, it's we need to have that childlike faith yes and then sometimes what i realize is like kids doesn't want to be around you just to be around you but now we have transformed that this christianity is now consumer christianity so i'm only going to go to god when i want something well, I'm only going to go to God when I need my prayers answered. And God's like, I just want you to be here just to be here. And what transformed my thinking was, I don't have to do anything, but I get to do it. I get to pray. I get to commune, communion with the, with, with the Father. I get to read my Bible. Because there's a lot of countries in the world that owning a Bible, the result is you die. So it's crazy how in America we take stuff for granted because we've never been in other people's shoes. But now we have to now we have to look at it like it's our privilege to do what we do. It's like a choice, but it's our privilege and honor that God chose people like us. <laughs> because the Bible says while we were sinners, Christ still died for us. So I'm I, I'm just I'm I'm fired up about this because people just need to realize that it's not a chore, it's a choice. Like God did not have to choose Jesus to die on the cross. Jesus did not have to go on the cross and die. It was all a choice. So now he gave us a choice. So I chose you first. Now the choice is, do you choose me back? Yes, amen. Exactly. Um, I actually, because I have a club too. I have a club, a revival club at my high school that God called me to do. And um, so I actually even spoke about this. And it's so like, he just, he wants us to like just knowing, okay. It says in his word that he's always holding our right hand all the time. He's holding our right hand and he wants that to sing with us too. The sing with us too. He, he, we know that he's with us. We know that he's with us and he, he wants the same. He wants us to have that. Like the way that he's holding our right hand, he wants us to hold his hand too. He does he does and just like it, it's just absolutely beautiful acknowledging him knowing that he's there is so important just so important hallelujah, <laughs> hallelujah. It's, like, it's like what you said about um acknowledging him like he's in the back seat acknowledge because when before jesus went back to heaven after he ascended after he rose from the from the grave he said I will be with you always to the end of the world. So he's with us, but we don't acknowledge him. Because <laughs> the Bible says, acknowledge him in all your ways, and he will direct your path. So if we don't acknowledge him, now we're trying to make our own path. But what I realize is if you try to make your path, you have to sustain yourself on that path. But when you follow Jesus on the path he's created for you, he will maintain you and sustain you on the path that you're on. Oh, yeah. Praise God. Praise God. 
So is there anything else you want to add before we go to the next question? Just, just know, just remember that your relationship with him is just pure love, pure love. And intimacy is so important. It is so important, so important. And just like always remember too that he, he's just not, he's not going to, to judge you at all. He's not condemning you at all. And just as you're with a best friend, he's, he's our father, but he's also our best friend. So know that as well. Know that as well. It's so important. And it's just, yeah, hallelujah. <laughs> that, is, that is so good. And one of the scariest verses in the Bible is in Matthew <laughs> chapter 7, when he says, not everyone that says, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of God. And he's like, well, we prophesy your name. We cast out demons in your name. And he said, get away from me. I never knew you. And when you look at the, the word knew, it talks about intimacy. Because you go to Genesis, it talks about how Adam knew Eve, which means they were intimate with each other. And then from there, that's how they gave, they, they had children. So I think when it says, I never knew you, it's not, God is not, he has all knowledge. It's not like, I don't know you. It's like, I never knew you on the intimate level. I never knew you to go deeper in our relationship. So what happens is we get so we just want to get all the benefits of Jesus, but we don't want to give him the relationship that he deserves. Yes, amen, amen, hallelujah. <laughs> so my next question to you is, because you are in high school, there's temptations all over the place. So how do you resist temptation of trying to fit in? And it's not only a high school thing. I'm here to tell you right now, once you graduate high school, those temptations are still there. So how do you resist the temptation of trying to fit in, you know, like drinking or, as you said, premarital sex or doing drugs, all this other stuff? How do you resist that temptation? Yeah, so um, <laughs> not so you don't really see so much because uh, I'm, I'm a senior. I'm in high school. You don't see so much of um, of someone. <laughs> someone casting out demons, Jesus casting out demons. There's so much, you don't see that so much in high school. And so I have had that voice trying to make me feel like um, you're weird. You don't do anything like how these, these people are doing. You're weird. Like this is, this is weird. Like you're so weird. Um, just, just, just go like, try to just go back to the world so you can fit in and he would always try with these things or maybe it, it's easier over here look how easier it looks um he would just try and constantly try because he's always going to try he's going to try but it's up to you it's up to you you got to know this it's up to you if you are going to come in agreement with him mm. and it's so important that you know that because once you come in agreement with him there's now an open door and now he has access to come into your life. So that's why it's so important. You're so careful with your words too, because in the Bible, it says actually that there's so much power in our tongue, so much power. And so I remember he would try, there was this time he, he actually tried um, saying, because uh, how I was in a relationship, go back to the relationship. It's easier. Just go back to this. It's easier. Um, and I, I remembered, I was just like, 
I spoke out loud. I didn't come in agreement with him. I spoke out loud and I said, God, I trust you. You are the only way. You are so faithful and I trust you with all my heart. I trust you. And I am not, I am like, who am I? Who am I to go back? Who am I to go back? Like I would tell him all the time, who am I to go back? God, I trust you so much. I trust you. I would say that. Or he would try, the enemy would try too with voices like, um, because you see in high school, everyone's in a relationship too. <laughs> you see that a lot there too. And so he would try saying, um, you're lonely. You're so lonely. Um, I like, he would always try with that. Like he would try with that lie. I remember that too. He would try. You're very lonely. Um, look at this picture. You're not with anyone. He would try to like really say that to me a lot, all the time. And I remember um, he once, once you actually, um, it's so beautiful because we see with Jesus how he got tempted three times, right? And he left. And so I remember whenever he would try with this, with um, going back to the world, going back to what everyone's doing in high school too, he would really try so much with that. And I would just remember, just continue. Like I would always speak life. I would speak truth. I would be so careful with my words and make sure I'm not speaking. Like I, like I am lonely. You're right. I am like, I would make sure that that those words would not even come out of my mouth. I would make sure and be so careful. And so, um, and I remember he actually, he stopped, he stopped with that. <laughs> he was like, well, there's, <laughs> there's no way I can try. It's not working. Might as well move on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so um, he does try other ways. Once he sees he can't try with that way, he does try with other ways. And so um, that's how sneaky he is. But yeah, he did try um, with me to like trying to go back to the world. But once he's seen like, like I'm trying here, <laughs> she's not, she's not doing it. She's not going back. Yeah. Um, ever since he has, he has not tried with that. Like he, he knows like <laughs> she's all in, <laughs> she's all in and there's just no way, like, there's no way I'm going to uh, have her try to drink or there's no way that I'm going to, you know, because of my, that's why, because of just me, just speaking that, that truth, that truth and not coming in agreement with him at all, like at all knowing how important it is because we live in a spiritual realm. We live in a spiritual realm. And so that's why we got to be careful with our words because if we aren't careful, we collect. It's like when it's like this, this is how I see it. You, if you leave a door unlocked in your house, it's not always like for sure that something is going to come, like someone's going to come in and rob you. But you gotta be careful. You gotta be careful because you can have, you can open that door. Someone can come in. That's why it's so important that you always make sure that you speak life when the enemy tries to come in ways to try to make you go back to the world, try to make you think that you're lonely. It's so important that you remind yourself, no, God is with me. He says in his word, this is, this is what exactly I would always say. He is with me. He's holding my right hand. I am never 
lonely. I am never lonely. That's not what God says. No, God says that I am with you always. I would say that out loud. God says, I am with you always, all the time. I would speak that. I would speak that every single time. And so, yeah, from there, he was just like, <laughs> I'm trying here. <laughs> it is not working. But yeah, hallelujah. <laughs> Man, that, that is so good to get that perspective because as you, as you said or alluded to that, you're, you know, you have deliverance ministry. And what people don't understand is that, you know, some witchcraft, generational curses, but people don't understand that when you, when you have a word curse that is spoken over you or that you have spoken yourself, that gives the enemy legal rights to your life. And that's why, you know, before you do um, deliverance, he's like, you renounce all these things. And one of the things you have to renounce is word curses spoken over you or by anyone else or spoken over you by you. <laughs> because sometimes you, when people say, I will never make it. Now they don't know that that word curse, now the enemy has legal rights. Because, you know, in the spiritual realm, as you know, this is very legal based, it's legality. So whatever you say, they will, well, Lord, they said this thing and you said life and death is in the power of tongues. So now they hold on to what you said. So people have to be careful. You can't say like, I'm going to be poor forever. I'm not going to make it ever. You can't be saying stuff like that. Because now if you don't watch your words, the spiritual realm is always watching your words. <laughs> and people don't understand that. It's like, oh, I'm just joking around. No, like, oh, I'm crazy. Or I'm dumb. You can't joke around like that because there's no jokes in the spiritual realm. Uh -uh. What is what is Paul saying in Ephesians that we don't go against flesh and blood? We go against principalities, rulers, and princes in high places. So people need to realize that your words matter. Your words carry weight. But people don't understand. It's like, oh, you know, we're just joking around. I'm here to tell you right now, there's no jokes in the spiritual realm. The spiritual realm is so serious. So you want to talk about that a little bit, how like word curses, because yeah. I know you've done a, a lot of deliverance, a lot, how word curses can just change the trajectory of someone's destiny. Yes. Amen. Oh, man. This is... Yes, I would love to talk about this. <laughs> this is so important. Um, actually, Tuesday, uh, no, Thursday, um, I had a live because I go live every Thursday. And um, I do Bible studies and deliverance. And so this girl, actually, the video will be posted up today. <laughs> the video will be posted up today. Um, she said that I felt like the Holy Spirit tell me um, there's something that that she spoke upon herself and so um in that video I'm like is, is there something that you spoke upon yourself like a word curse and she tells me yes there has she says um she actually says I called myself ugly I said that I'm not allowed to be in this world anymore wow I shouldn't even be here anymore that's what she was telling me and I was like wow I was like okay Okay, I told like this is this is why it's so important that we are careful with our words because we can open that door. And so um she was telling me this and I was like, Okay, do you want to renounce? And she said, Yes, I do want to renounce. And so she renounced and Jesus sets her free. She actually got set free from um insecurity, from poverty, and from demonic soul tie. And so Poverty, it's like, like exactly like how you said too. Um, I'm always going to be poor. Do not speak that upon yourself. Because now, it's like that's how poverty can come. That's exactly how poverty can come. Like when you say like, 
like, oh, I'm never going to have any money. I'm never going to, um, I'm always going to live in this little small, like, apartment. Like, I'm always going to live here. Like, I'm never going to have anything else. Like, this is it. This is it. This is all what I have. Like, do not speak those things upon yourself. Those word curses. Those are word curses. And so the way that the spiritual realm works, the moment you speak this word curse, the enemy has access. Boom. Like that. Literally. He has access. You have now spoken this word. You have now come in agreement with him. And now he has access. So oftentimes um, people, um, they have gotten set free from insecurity, poverty. Uh, and the way that comes is speaking those word curses most of the time. Is speaking those word curses upon yourself many of the times. And that's what I've noticed. And oftentimes too, it can happen with like generational too. And they, they, they speak like, well, my whole family, they speak like this. My whole family was poor. Now I'm going to be poor. So they speak those things. And so that's why like, it's so important, you know, okay, we're in a spiritual realm. I do. I do got to be careful because literally the, it says the devil is roaring around like a lion. He's looking to see who is going, how, how can I make this person come in agreement with me? How can I make this person speak this out loud? How can I make this person open up a door? That's what he's looking at. He's looking at all this. And so it's so important that you know how the spiritual realm works. You know that you've got to speak life. You've got to speak life. He's speaking that you're poor. No, God says, I have life abundantly and abundantly fully. You've got to speak these things. It's so important. And so I praise God so much for setting her free. She was, um, she was, she actually shared her testimony and she said, I'm living a peaceful life. I'm living complete freedom. <laughs> she said, I'm so joyful. <laughs> she told me, and I was just like, wow, Jesus, like he gets all the glory and all the praise. This is not manpower. This isn't human. No, no, this is Jesus. This is Jesus. And I thank him so much for what he's doing. It is so beautiful. Like I value it so much. I value it so much. I'm just speechless. <laughs> I'm in awe and wonder all the time. I'm just like, wow, like, whoa, Jesus. And yeah, <laughs> hallelujah. That that is so good because I love this insight that you're giving to the to your your generation. Because what I realize is, and people my generation, they need to hear this too. Cause they always say, like, say mental illness is on a rise. It talk about like, oh, my, well, my grandfather or grandmother had depression. My mother had depression. So I guess I'm just bound to have depression. Or I'm just bound to have anxiety. And now they don't know that they just gave the enemy a, a stronghold in their life. And they don't know where this, this depression came from. But they look back three months ago when you said, I'm just bound to have this. That's when enemy's like, okay, you bound it. Because what does the Bible say? That whatever you lose on earth will be loose in heaven. Whatever you bound on earth is bound in heaven. So whatever you say on, on this earth, now you have given access to the spiritual realm to, to come access your life. So I think people need to realize, like, don't, don't always, don't say that I'm always going to have this depression. No, say by, by, by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed by in the fullness of the Lord, there's fullness 
of joy. So I think people need to realize that your words carry weight. And like you, like you said before, the power of life and death is in the tongue. So if you are able to speak death, now it's time for us to speak life. Like I am the head and not the tail. I am healed. I am restored. My family will be brought back together in the name of Jesus. And once we start saying these things, because the only way to break a curse is to speak the truth. That is the only way someone can break a curse is to speak the truth. That's why witchcraft cannot fall. The Bible says a curse cannot fall without cause. But the reason why curses are falling, because the cause is we are speaking illegitimate words out of our mouths. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Wow. Praise God. Yes. Know that we live in a spiritual realm. Know that we live in a spiritual realm. And it's so important that you are knowing like how the spiritual realm works. You're knowing how it works. It's so important that you know that. And you know that because actually the Bible teaches us about it too. And so it's, it's so important you know how that works. You know how the spiritual realm works. And, and what I love about you is you are, you're getting into the word of God. Because my generation and your generation is known as the most illiterate when it comes to the Bible. And people, they don't want to read the Bible. They just want to hear their, their favorite preacher preach the Bible. They want to hear this favorite person read the Bible. But it's time for us. If you want to see revival, if you want to get the full saturation of the point of the Holy Spirit, we have to get into the word of God. We don't have to rely on people, on their perspective about the Bible. We need to open the Bible ourselves and see what, is, what does God say about his plan? What does God say about our life? What does God say about the mission of Jesus Christ? Until we do that, we're just going to be in this, in this will of going around and around and around, and we're going to get frustrated and confused because we don't we never open the word of God and see what does he have to say about the situation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, the, so the next question to you is, um, as you know, you're, you're, you're doing the IG lives and you're, you're um, preaching at your school, you start this organization, how, does, how do you remain humble? Because sometimes in the human's mind, we can say like, oh, they only come to see me. But honestly, they're coming to see the Jesus that's in you. So how do you remain humble throughout this time? I, oh man, I love that too. <laughs> um, being humble is so important. I mean, it even says in the Bible too, when uh, the disciples, I actually spoke on this uh, Thursday as well. The disciples, um, when they just, they came back from casting out demons and Jesus is full of just joy. <laughs> and he actually says, you have hidden it to those who are proud and wise in their own eyes. So it's so important um, to remain humble, to remain childlike. It's so, so important. And the way that I remain humble, the way that I remain humble is knowing that I need God so much. This is not me at all. This is not me at all. Like at all, and I make sure to always say that as well. This is not me. This is Jesus. This is Jesus. This is not me at all. I always, I always make sure to say that, to speak that, to like, I even tell God too, like, God, I need you. Like, I need you so much. Like, none, like, 
none of this would have ever been like none of this what's happening now it would have never happened without you like this is not for me at all this is not me at all this is completely you i always tell him this is completely you completely you and i give you all the glory i give you all the praise and knowing too that because i feel like so many people um they they kind of think they know so much of god they know so much of him and they're like okay i'm done like i'm done i already know how god is i know him already i'm done and um then they like but that's how that's how pride can come that's how pride can come actually um and, and that's the way opposite of being humble you got to know too that um there's so much more of him so much more i mean <laughs> who are we to think that we know him <laughs> who are we to think that we know him like there's so much more like he created the universe like how are we to say okay i know you i'm done <laughs> i'm done <laughs> i'm done and uh, i already know you already and that's it like there's so much more and that's how to to humble yourself too there's so much more of you god there's so much more who am i to think that i know everything about you who am i to say that um this is this is me speaking this is me doing all this who am i to say that and that's what I always tell myself. Like, who am I? Who am I to get the glory? Who am I to get the praise? God, no, you get all the glory. God, you get all the praise. This is you. I always tell myself that. Because when you are not humble, it that is a foothold to the enemy. That is a foothold to the enemy when you are not humble at all. Because then, then you think like, okay, they're coming for me. This is all me right here. They're all coming. They're all looking at me right now. <laughs> and when you have that mindset, it's just like, it's, it's not, it's, it's just completely a foothold of the enemy. Completely, completely. Because your eyes aren't on Jesus at all. Now you're letting, you're wanting people's eyes to just be on you and not him. And you got to remind yourself that without, without him, like without him, I wouldn't even be here. <laughs> so like, who am I to even, who am I to take the credit? Who am I to think I know everything about him? I always tell myself that. <laughs> yeah, this is how I humble myself. Always just knowing there's so much more of him. And who am I to get the credit? Who am I to get the praise? Like, it's all him. It's all him. <laughs> that is so good. It's, especially what you said about, about pride. Because the Bible says that God opposes the proud or resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. And if you look at the word oppose, it means like he puts himself like in a formation, a military formation against the proud. And, you know, when the devil attacks us, we can say, God, help me. But when now the enemy is standing, when, when God is standing against you, what do we say? Uh, God, help me against you. I like, you know what I mean? So that's why it's so important that we remain humble. Because when we remain humble, that's when he will pour out his grace. But when we start thinking like they're coming from me, I can do this without God. I can do all of these things through my strength. Then God's going to give you a realization that you can't do anything without me. You know what I mean? 
And I don't know about you, but I'd rather not experience that. I'd rather humble myself than God humble me. <laughs> yes, amen, amen. Yes, because we we live in a spiritual realm and there's spiritual warfare. There is spiritual warfare that we face. <laughs> and honestly, there was things that I have went through that I'm just like, this would not, <laughs> I would not have received this strength. I would not have passed this test if it wasn't for the Holy Spirit. If it wasn't for the Holy Spirit, I would not have passed this test. If it wasn't for the Holy Spirit, I wouldn't even have known what the enemy was trying to come in a sneaky way to. I wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have known without the Holy Spirit. And so there was so many uh, trials that I went through. And there's so many, like, there's just so much spiritual. You got to know there's going to be spiritual warfare. There is. And this is actually how you, you, like, this is how you see so much that you can't, there's just no way you can rely on yourself, your own strength. There's just no way. It won't, it can't happen. It, you will fall down completely. You need the Holy Spirit so much and how we said in the beginning how he really is our strengthener he is we need him we need him so much we need him so much especially like when we're in the trials we need him all the time and it's so important that we know that we know that and we don't think like okay i'm on my own i could do this on my own like no no you need the holy spirit you do need the holy spirit like um i remember because uh, I used to be in sports. I used to be in sports. And I would just quit the moment it got hard. <laughs> I would quit the moment it got hard. I remember I did uh, cross country. And I just quit. The moment it got hard, I quit. See how? <laughs> and so um, I would just, I, I remember I did a uh, track. I quit that too. And and so it's so, it's so awesome because um, as I got called to bring revival to my school, there would be times where there would be, um, I remember this time, there was only two people that showed up to the club, only two. And that was, and the voice of the enemy tried coming so loud, so loud saying, you should just give up already. You should just give up already. And it was like, at that moment, I was just like, no, like, no, like, Holy Spirit. Like, I would tell, I remember just saying, I receive your strength. I receive your strength. I would remind myself, I receive your strength. I receive your strength. And that's humbling yourself, knowing that you can't do this without you. Speak it. Speak this out loud. God, I need you. And I have you. I have you, you're with me, and I receive your strength. I receive it so much, and that's what I would remind myself. And you see, if I would have been doing that myself, like relying on myself, I would have quit already. I would have given up already. But because of the Holy Spirit, you got to know God wants victory for you. He does. He wants victory for you so much, so much. And so this is why it's so important that, that we are so close to the Holy Spirit, that we have that intimacy with the Holy Spirit, because honestly, there are so many trials that, that I went through that I was just like, 
oh man, God, you know my heart because I never knew I could do that. <laughs> it's him completely. It's him. Like I would have never done that without you. Like, honestly, it's just like, whoa. <laughs> and so, um, there was times where I even got insulted too. And, and it's so beautiful how the Holy spirit, uh, just gave me like the words to just be like, so, so sweet and just to, to remain focused. And man, it's really like, you cannot do anything without God. You cannot <laughs> at all. And that's something that I've learned so much, even just through the trials too, like how much the Holy Spirit has strengthened me so much. Like, it's just absolutely beautiful. And there would be even times where I would be eight hours on my feet because I'm actually raising money, um, raising money so we can take them to 5F Church and uh fivefold apostle catherine where god is moving in power setting his people free setting his children free and so i want to take them there and um i'm the only one raising <laughs> the money and so i'm baking and i bake for like eight hours it, i remember this one time i was on my feet for eight hours and i remember my feet they were hurting. <laughs> they were hurting. <laughs> and so, um, and it's just so beautiful though, how I remember how just energized I was. Just how energized. I remember even this one time I was getting ready for a bake sale and I only got two hours of sleep. Only two hours of sleep. And I remember I baked till like, I think almost three o'clock in the morning. This is all about myself. And I woke up like at six, like I, like I didn't even get that much sleep. Like I didn't even get that much sleep. I woke up like, like around five-ish, I remember, five-ish to almost six. And so, um, and I was filled and I went back to baking again, more baking. <laughs> and so um, after just baking all the way to three o'clock in the morning, I went back to more baking. And it was just like, it was this natural, supernatural energy supernatural strength from and it's all because of the holy spirit like i would before i wasn't even able to even stay up that long or, or even to like i wouldn't like i remember at times too that i get like so like less sleep i wouldn't even be able to um get out of my bed but it's all because of the holy spirit it's all because of the holy spirit He's really our strengthener, and we really do need him so much. Hallelujah. <laughs> that, that, the reason why this is so good is because, like, in your weakness, that's what keeps you humble, and you know that you need the Lord. Because <laughs> <laughs> if we have everything together, like, I don't, I, I don't need the Lord. I have this formula. I have this method to go back to to go back to um, deliverance ministry. Some people want to put it into a formula, and that's where they don't see a lot of fruit. Because when you put in a formula, you do not have to rely on the Holy Spirit anymore. And now you start to get prideful and arrogant, like, I have these three things I'm going to do, and then bang, it's going to happen. But once you realize, like, Lord, Holy Spirit, if you don't show up, nothing's getting done. <laughs> Nothing at all. So, Holy Spirit, we, we need you to come here and show up and show out. Because, But that takes you to be humble. Yes. That takes you to be so humble. Like you say, you, you do lives on, on Thursday. I know your prayer. Before you've been pushed live, you're like, Holy Spirit, if you don't show up, it's going to be a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. I'm like, okay, Holy Spirit, 
I surrender to you. Have your way. <laughs> have your way completely. But I don't want anything to be even like my words. Like, no, <laughs> have your way. Exactly. That's exactly how it is. Man, it's just so beautiful too because um as you since you mentioned that, um, I'm in because I'm in high school. I remember there's times too where I only get um like I remember actually once that um I think it was Wednesday night. Yes, it was Wednesday night, and I only, I went to bed, like, almost at four o'clock in the morning on a school day, <laughs> on a school day, <laughs> and so uh, this was actually on a school day, and when I woke up, supernatural energy, I'm telling you, I was just like, wow, <laughs> supernatural energy, supernatural strength, it's just beautiful what the Holy Spirit does, it's so beautiful, and I was preparing that day for, um, for um Thursday for my life I was actually getting everything together I'm setting up to that way I have everything set up already for me and uh it's just absolutely beautiful what the Holy Spirit does how we just really truly need him it's so beautiful it's so beautiful like, I love him so much <laughs> I love him so much hallelujah this has been a great conversation so far. So my next question to you is because, as you know, sharing the gospel will attract haters. Sharing the gospel will attract insults. As you said, someone insults you. The Holy Spirit is like, how, this is how you show grace to someone who doesn't agree with you. So my next question is, how do you navigate the criticism that comes with sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ? Yes, I actually, um, I've never before I've never got insulted before but once I started walking in my calling doing what God called me to do I I have gotten insulted and I never got that before and so um and it's just so beautiful because um I remember I actually got insulted and this was in front of everyone in my club and this is at school and it's so beautiful the way the Holy Spirit led me. It was out of such pureness, such such kindness, such patience too. It was like, I just reminded myself, like the Holy Spirit reminded me, okay, just stay focused. Stay focused. People need to hear God's message. They need to hear. There's people that need to be set free. Don't get distracted. If there's people insulting you, if there's people uh, not agreeing with you, telling you things, don't get distracted. Just don't get distracted at all. And that's something the Holy Spirit has taught me so much. Like, no matter, like, because there's always going to be people who are going to try to come at you. And you got to remind yourself to not get distracted. Just stay focused to what God called you to do. Know that there's people who are in oppression and God wants to use you to reach out to them, you know, and there's, there's no time to argue. Well, I believe in this and you didn't, you say, <laughs> there's no, there's no time to argue. There's no time. There's no time for that. And that's something that, something that I learned. That was a testing too. That was a testing that I went through when I got insulted. That was a testing right there. And uh, I learned to just stay focused stay focused, continue doing what God called you to do. Know that there's people who need to be set free and God wants to use you to set them free. 
He wants to use you. You can't be distracted by all these other things. You can't be distracted by other people telling you things. You've got to stay focused. You've got to stay focused. And so it's so important that you remind yourself to stay focused. So important. And I remember too, um, there was there was this time where um, if, if someone, if, if you're talking to someone, like let's just say they, they don't agree with you. Let's say they don't agree with you. Like don't know that it's not, it's not about opinions. God wants us to be in unity. He does. And if there's a, a sister or brother in Christ that does not agree with you, don't, don't try to uh, like argue or fight with them. <laughs> you know, well, this is what, no, like just, it's not, cause it's really not about opinions. Our really main focus should be, okay, I just want to please God. That's it. Really? That's our main, that's literally our main passion should be, okay, I just want to please you, God. I just want to please you. There's people that need to be set free. Like, don't, don't let, uh, like, don't let there be disagreements. Like, just stay focused. Stay focused. Pray for that person that came at you, that insulted you. Pray for that person. Love on, just love them. Love them. Like, I remember when I got insulted, I was just like, I blessed them. <laughs> I told God I bless them so much. That's what I told them. I bless them so much, and I love, I love my brother in Christ. I love my brother in Christ so much, and Lord, and I was just praying. I remember praying, and I still pray for him to this day. Like Lord, I love him so much. I love him with all my heart, and he's my brother in Christ. He is, and it's just so important that you have that that heart. You have that heart of like, not um, just just wanting to even with people that because there's gonna be that there's going to be people that don't agree with you. You gotta just you gotta love them. You know you gotta love them. You gotta bless them. Just bless them. Pray for them. Um, and just it may be time. It may be time too to dust off your feet. So just and do it in a kind way. Do it in a kind way though. <laughs> if like don't do it if someone's not like agreeing with you if someone's not um just wanting to listen to you what you have to say just it may be time to dust off your feet you know that's what jesus says but do it in a kind way don't don't be angry don't do it with such anger and just do it in the most kindest purest way okay god bless you you know i love you and if you ever need anything i'm always here for you and pray for them that's how I that's exactly how um how I deal with that like insulting and stuff like that um people just not agreeing with me or doing or uh, like how we like what we're seeing right now we haven't seen God move in this in a very long time in a very long time and so there's gonna be people that it's I mean it was it was new to me I mean I was like I remember when the first time like I was like I've never seen this before uh, the very first time when I um uh, I it was on TikTok I was like I've never seen this before what is this but it was because of my hunger that that's how um I'm I'm here to this day because of my hunger and um and it's just so beautiful it, it's like it, you just gotta have like this 
heart to just just stay focused, stay focused and just be obedient to what God called you to do. Be obedient and just stay focused. And if there's people who are wanting to argue with you, just it may be time, it may be time to dust off your feet, but do it in a loving way, in a very loving way. That, that is so good because I what I realize is people they just want to argue just to argue. They have nothing else better to do. They just want to argue. And then sometimes you just have to, like you said, dust, dust your shoes off and keep pushing. Does not mean you, you do it in a, in a hateful way. Doesn't mean you do it in a spiteful way. And I, I love how you say, even though the person insulted you, you keep praying for the person. Because that's what Jesus tells us to do. Pray for your enemies. Bless those who curse you. So it's our job to be Jesus' representative on earth. So even when Jesus was on the cross, the first statement he said is, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they do. So sometimes we just got to pray that God just show them the truth. And the thing, and I love, I love what you said, because you have to always pray for them. But I see that when you pray for them, your identity is not in the words they said, your identity is in, in Jesus. Because sometimes if your identity is in what people say, the criticism would destroy someone. But when your identity is not in the criticism, but your identity is in the creator, you can take the criticism, not internalize it, and then pray for those who persecute you. Yes, hallelujah. Yes, love your brothers and sisters in Christ. And when this is like, if they have accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, they are your brother in Christ. They are your sister in Christ. Don't don't let the enemy try to make you argue with them or, you know, um, just, just love them. Love them. Pray for them. You know, pray for, for, for those that don't understand. Yeah, pray for those who uh, come with skepticism. Pray for those who uh, are haven't had their spiritual eyes open yet. Pray for them. Pray for them, and just just don't hold like this this grudge at them. Just pray for them. That's exactly what I do. I pray for them. <laughs> uh, this has been so good. Uh, my next question to you, though, is. Because you have so much boldness and you're only 17. So how do you approach sharing Jesus with so much boldness and confidence? Yes. Hallelujah. So um, before I was not even able to get up <laughs> in front of people. <laughs> um, I was actually, uh, I remember like there would be times where I would do projects in high school or uh, we would be even in a group and it would be so hard for me to even speak. Like I remember whenever I would speak, um my face would turn so red it would turn so red um <laughs> I remember this and I remember uh getting all hot and and sweaty and I was just like um it was and so when God called me to do this I was like okay <laughs> okay um you want me to you want me to speak in front of people <laughs> I was like okay <laughs> I'll, I'll do it whatever you want me to do I want to do it too and so um I remember the first day of the club um the enemy tried because you gotta know feelings are not feelings are not real when they don't align with God's promises you gotta know that you got to know that. And so I was feeling, um, I remember like I felt nervous. I remember I was feeling all these different types of uh, emotions, but I didn't speak that. 
I remember speaking, okay, God, you're with me. You are with me. And you, you this, is this is what I remember seeing, speaking this. You did not give me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. I would speak this out loud. God, you call me brave. God, you call me courageous. I would speak this out loud. I remember the first day, this is exactly what I did too. Um, and I still do it to this day. I'm just telling him, God, like I always tell him, um, like, you did not give me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and sound mind. Like, always tell him that. And so uh, I remember the first day when I was feeling that way, um, all those feelings, like, I remember just speaking, speaking that. And uh, that day, wow, Holy Spirit, boom, <laughs> he shocked me. He shocked me completely. And this that's how also, like, I just know, like, this is not, like, this is me, but it's not me. Like, it is completely the Holy Spirit. Like, this is my, you see my physical body, but it is the Holy Spirit that is speaking. It is the Holy Spirit that is leading. It is just so beautiful, so beautiful. And and I, that's just how I, I speak with just so much boldness, like just knowing that it's not even speaking. It is just completely the Holy Spirit giving me all the words and just like having like, because I, um, Whenever I encountered, whenever I encountered God for the very first time, my spiritual eyes opened up and my heart moved to like, I remember actually, whenever I got set free, I remember speaking, I just want people to know you. I remember that's exactly what I spoke. The moment I got set free, that's exactly the words that came out of my mouth first is I just want people to know you. I remember just crying so much. and. Like, and when now, every time, like, I speak, it's just, like, I want people to know him. I want people to know him. Like, it's just, like, that's exactly how I'm speaking with such boldness, the Holy Spirit completely, and just having that heart. I want people to know you, Jesus. I want people to be set free. I want people to know you. Like, that's what I always, uh, always tell myself all the time. I tell him all the time. <laughs> uh, that that is awesome and it seemed like you're always remembering your mission you're always remembering your why and i think that's what gives you the push to be bold because mm -hmm. the, the why is you want people to know jesus and the thing is if you're not bold and confident about the jesus you preach about it like are you really sure about this jesus you're preaching about <laughs> so sometimes you gotta be like we have to be bold and know that for sure that jesus is the only way that Jesus came down, lived a life that we couldn't live. He died a death that we should have died. But on the third day, he rose again from the dead with all power, with the keys of hell, death, and the grave in his hands. And now before he left, he, he gave us that authority. He gave us that power. And the thing is, now we have the power at the name of Jesus, that every knee must bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Now we have the power to tell demons that you need to go in the name of Jesus. Now we have the power to say that cancer, you need to shrivel up and die right now in the name of Jesus. But that, but people, if you don't know Jesus, you won't have that bonus about Jesus. Because, But when you start to realize that the Jesus we talk about is the same Jesus that sits at the right hand of God, the Father, interceding for us day after day after day, if we don't know that, we won't have the boldness to, to share Jesus. And as you said, the Holy Spirit will come and give you 
power. He will give you boldness. He will give you discernment. So that's why we have to be in partnership with the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit will start to reveal things about Jesus that you didn't even know. He would say, like, I want you to read this scripture. You're like, I read this scripture 50 times. That 51st time, a new revelation pops up out of nowhere. <laughs> so it's just like, that. that is for me, is when I have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, when I have a relationship with the Father, when I have a relationship with Jesus, it's like, wow, <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Just since you mentioned that, yeah, it's like, because uh, I read the book of Acts and I read the book of Acts, but I read it again. And it was just like, I'm just in my, I'm in my room. I'm just like, what <laughs> i just like what like i didn't notice, notice this before because whenever i did read um the bible my mind was actually like okay i just want to read the whole bible like i had that religious mindset i just want to finish it so i could say that i read the whole bible so i didn't really take anything i didn't take anything at all actually and so i went back and i read the book of acts and um it's just so so beautiful when the holy spirit reveals so many things to you such like that that beautiful revelation that beautiful revelation that that you cannot get from yourself it is absolutely beautiful like i just like i'm like reading when i'm reading and i'm just like i like literally this is how i feel i'm just like like i'm all like in my chair and i'm like oh my goodness like this is this is I'm just so shocked <laughs> so shocked and he just shocks me completely so I wanted to mention that because you mentioned that and I was just like that's exactly how I feel too <laughs> all like just um like I'm just like amazed and just like wow this is our Jesus this is our Jesus the way we see in the book of Acts the book of Acts is alive today the book of Acts is alive today, and it's absolutely beautiful what Jesus is doing. It's so beautiful. Hallelujah. <laughs> this, this has been such a great conversation because when you look at it, Jesus is so powerful that the Bible in the book of Acts says that if Peter's shadow touches someone who was sick, they were healed. So they were trying to like put people who were sick so they can just get the shadow of Peter. <laughs> And then they were healed. Or uh, Paul talks about handkerchiefs, like how he would pray on a handkerchief. They use a handkerchief and people were healed. And I truly believe, because I don't believe God changes. I don't believe the, that the gifts or the miracles have stopped today. I believe that's still going on today. But I think the Lord is looking for people who have the faith to tap into the miracles, to tap into the signs and wonders. I think he's looking for people who have that childlike faith that God, if you said it, I'm not going to question it. If you said it, I'm going to walk in it. If you said it, I'm going to perform these miracles in the name of Jesus. Because you always got to remember, it's not by our name. <laughs> it's by the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, so I think God is just looking and waiting. For, because what, what the Bible, Jesus said, when the Son of Man returns to earth, will he find anyone who has faith? So I think now Jesus looking for those who, who have faith. Because in order for us to bring the Acts Church back to 2022, we need to have the faith. That faith that will tell the mountain to move and it will move. We just need people that are willing. This is a this is a rallying call. If you have faith, if you want, if you want faith, ask the Holy Spirit to increase your faith. But I think right now God is looking for people who have that faith to push the the purpose of Jesus Christ forward. Yes, Amen. I'm like, wow, because 
the the keys to be walking in anointing is is to be is to be childlike have that childlike faith just like you mentioned to be humble these are the ways that you will see miracles happening you will see demons trembling because it, like how we mentioned it, um, it says in the bible that um when the disciples came back they said jesus even the demons obeyed us. Like they were just all like, whoa. <laughs> and Jesus says, you have hidden it to those, you have hidden those to those who are proud. And so it's, there's a key right there, right there. Have that childlike faith, that childlike faith, be humble. Those, those, are, the, those are the main keys is to be childlike and humble. Hallelujah. Like, wow, I'm, I'm such in awe of our Jesus. <laughs> I'm such in awe with him. It's just absolutely beautiful. Like without, without being childlike that it's just, there's just no, there's no way like you, that, that is like, that is the biggest, that is one of the main keys to be childlike and humble, to have that childlike heart and be humble and not, not childish. But talk about it. I, I like how you said that. Talk about it. Because <laughs> 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yes, like not not naive, not not childish, but childlike. Like have this like heart, like, okay, God, there's there's more of you. There's more of you. I don't know everything. I don't know everything. You know, and you gotta like really just like have this heart to like especially if maybe so you were someone who went to bible college or something like that um and you gotta have this like heart like okay god this is this is what child like this is an example of what child like looks like okay i learned i've learned so much of all this but you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna just i'm gonna hold it in my hand right here I'm going to hold it in my hand. If there's some, and if you got, like, if you want to reveal new things to me, if you want to, you want to open my, like, open my spiritual eyes and want me to let this go, I will let it go. And I will, I will receive, I will receive what you have wanted to reveal to me for so long. The true Jesus, the one that is moving in power, the one walking in miracles to this day, doing miracles to this day, having that heart of like you went to Bible, you you went to Bible school, you and you learned so much, but having that heart like okay, if maybe all this, maybe all this I I learned and, and it's all religious. Well, okay, God, well I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give it to you, and you show me. I want you to show me. Having that heart, like I'm I'm willing to. I'm willing for you to to show me that. I'm willing for you to show me that to tell me this this was not it. This was not it. That was not the way. That was not that was not it. That was not the way. Like I'm willing for you to convict me. That is having that childlike faith. That childlike faith. That's one of the examples. That is so good. Because to go back to our previous question about how to stay humble, is when we when we pour out our accolades, when we pour out our awards, when we pour out our degrees and we pour it at the feet of Jesus, 
that's what keeps us humble. It's like what you're talking about, like, yes, I, I got this degree. And we're not saying there's anything wrong with getting a degree from a, a theological school. We're not saying there's nothing wrong going to a seminary. We're not saying there's anything wrong with that. But when the degree takes the place of God in your life, that's when it's a problem. Because what I love in Revelation chapter four, towards the end, it says that the four living creatures are saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is to come. And then it says the 24 elders, they take off their crowns or they take out, off their achievements or they take off their position and bow down to the Lord and says, you are worthy, O God, to receive honor, power, and praise. So I think it's time for us to take off the crown we have in our life. It's time for us to take off the preconceived notions we have. We have to start taking off our denominations and our, our ways, our theologies. We got to take all that down because it's hard for Jesus to try to um, shape who he wants you to be when you have your crown on. So we need to take our crown off, lay it at the feet of Jesus and say, however you want to use me, Jesus, I am available. Because in Isaiah chapter 6, it says that the Lord asks, who should go for us? Who shall I send? And Isaiah said in verse 8, here I am, send me. But the only way he got to that point is when he took off his crown, he got humbled and says, Lord, whatever you want me to do, if you want to send me to Iraq, if you want to send me to a different state, if you want to send me wherever you want to send me, I'm at your service. Here I am, send me. And I just want to say this, sis, because people need to know that God is asking people who shall go for us. And now he's just looking for an answer. Here I am. Send me. That's what you did. you like, because God knew that at your school, they needed someone who's going to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he's like, God, after what you've done in my life, it would be selfish of me to keep it to myself. So you're like, here I am. Send me. So I think people doesn't even get to that point and take off their crowns. It says, Lord, Whatever you want to do in my life, here I am. Send me. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Wow. <laughs> so anything you want to add before we go to the last question? Wow. I, I'm just, I'm in awe. <laughs> I truly am. Like, I'm so excited. I'm so like, so many, so many ears are going to be blessed by this message. So many. Yes, just, just have that heart of like, there's just so much more of you, God. Have that heart. There's so much more of you. There's so much more. Even if I read the whole Bible, even if I read it five times, even if I read it ten times, there's so much more of you to be revealed to me. There's so much more. Just have that heart. Like there's so much more. <laughs> so much more. <laughs> Hallelujah. Man, since this has been a great conversation, I'm I'm so sad to see it end. But our last question is: why is it so important for your generation to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ? It's so yes, hallelujah. It's so important because so many people are in oppression. So many people. And they don't know why. They don't know why. They don't know many times the enemy likes to come in questions like, where is God? They don't know these things. So it's so important that we rise up and that we have like that, 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 that heart to want them to be set free. We have this heart. I want them to know Jesus. I want them to know the good news. 
I want them to know what he has done in my life. I want them to know what he's doing now and what, like what he did in the Bible. He is doing that right now. I want them to know this. I want them to know the true love of Jesus. We need to rise up. We need to rise up and we need to spread the gospel spread spread about what jesus is doing spread the good news it's so important it's so important because there's so many so many people so many young even young this even seven year olds eight year olds they, they don't know why they're going through what they're going through they don't know why because they don't know how the spiritual realm works they don't know how it works and so they don't know why they're going through what they're going through they're um the enemy's trying to put lies like where's god throughout all this they don't know but the way that they will know is if like you taking that step taking that step having that heart when you have like a heart i want people to know jesus i want to see people set free god is going to use you he's going to use you to spread the good news he's going to use you so much so much and it's gonna it's absolutely beautiful when you just have that heart he's going to use you so much and you gotta trust him you gotta trust him and you gotta know there's so many so many people so many people with depression and they, they need jesus they need him so much they need him so much and jesus it's like people can't get the message without the messenger that's something that always stood with me. People cannot get the message without the messenger. That's so good. <laughs> yes, that always stayed like that always stood with me so much because um like if I wouldn't if I just chose to like not even walk in what God has called me to do, there wouldn't even be there wouldn't be students. There's so many students to this day that tell me, like they say, Timory. I have, like, all, all I knew, I remember uh, this girl, she told me, all I knew was religion. She said, all I knew was religion, but you have showed me that relationship with Jesus. You have showed me what it's like to have a relationship with him. You have showed me, like, just the love of Jesus. I remember telling you that. And see how so important it is, so important it is to spread the gospel, to spread the good news, what he's doing. It's so important because there's so many, so many people that don't know why they're going through what they're going through. They don't know why they have the addictions. They don't know why they're having those nightmares. They don't know why. And it's so important that, that you, you, you let God use you to let you reach out to them. It's so important you let him use you to let to reach out to all the many people that he has planned to, to come to you, to find him through you. It's so, so important. You have this heart of, I just want people to know you and I just want people to be set free because he will use you so powerfully. He will, he will, and he will give you so much revelation, so much revelation to open, to open spiritual eyes through you. Hallelujah. Uh, this has been so good, Demarie. So do you have any last encouragement or advice to people watching this or listening to this on podcast? Yes, yes. Continue seeking God. Seek him. 
continue seeking him and stay focused and be obedient. Be obedient to what he called you to do, no matter the trials, no matter what the enemy tries to tell you. Just stay focused and be obedient. Just be obedient. <laughs> Hallelujah. And just remain childlike. Remain childlike and humble. And God is going to just shock you just so much, so much. He's going to shock you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for showing us. You're, you're young, but you have so much wisdom. I, I truly believe that is from the Holy Spirit. So thank you for coming on and giving us practical ways on how to live in the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. But before we end episode 39 of Saturday Conversations, we want to get to know you a little bit better through a game called This or That. So the way it works is I'll give you two options. You give me your choice. There's five sections. And at the end of the five sections, I will give you um, I'll give you my guesses. So whenever you're ready, let me know. Okay, first, I want to say uh, thank you so much for having me on here. It has been a blessing, a blessing. Wow. I just I know God is so proud of you. He's so proud of you. He's so, so, so proud of you. He wants you to know just to keep going, keep going, keep going, because the rain the rain is coming soon. The rain is coming soon. Remind yourself that the rain is coming soon. And I'm like, I'm just like, wow. Like, um, I seen your videos and I seen also how you mentioned how you do a podcast. I'm just like, wow, this is awesome. This is so awesome. And I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. And I, <laughs> God's proud of you. And just thank you so much for having me on here. Yeah. <laughs> Not a problem. Thank you so much for your words of encouragement. Thank you so much. That means a lot. <laughs> so whenever you're ready, let me know. Yes, I'm ready. All right. So out of the two Gospels, which one would you pick? Luke or John? John. <laughs> They're both good. So I understand the, the fight. <laughs> I understand it. So route of travel, road trip or airplane? Airplane. All right. Dog <laughs> or cat? Dog. Fruits or vegetables? Fruits. <laughs> <laughs> New York or Florida? New York. All right. So I got three out of five, which is not bad since I never met you. So it's not bad. So the, always the caveat is like, if I give above three, I know you pretty well. If I get below three, I need to hang out with you a little bit more. But I got at three, but anytime I'm in California, we're going to kick it because you're my little sister now. I already adopted you to the family. So, hey, you're my little <laughs> sister now. So, <laughs> so I'm going to kick it anytime I'm in California, all right? Yes. <laughs> so thank you once again for coming on. But uh, before we end, do you mind praying for us? Yes, I love to. I love to. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for this opportunity, God. I thank you for this opportunity, and I thank you so much for Brother Edward. I thank you so much. May more spiritual eyes open up through him in Jesus' name. May more hearts be touched in Jesus' name, of his pure heart, of his childlike faith in Jesus' name. And I release this anointing upon him now. Be filled now in Jesus' name. Be filled now in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Father, for everyone that is watching. I thank you so much. And I break off anxiety. I break off depression. 
and I break off addiction now in Jesus' name. Every single spirit that came through words that you've spoken upon yourself, that you're not good enough, that you're not worthy, I break that off now in the mighty name of Jesus. I detach you from that now. And I declare peace and joy upon you now. I declare abundance to you now in Jesus' name. Abundant life, freedom to you now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. I praise you, God. We thank you so much. We value what you are doing. We value it so much, Lord. We value it, Lord. We thank you in Jesus' name. And we praise you and we give you all the glory in Jesus' name. You get all the glory and all the praise in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Let me just pray for you real quick and we just end the conversation, all right? Heavenly Father, we thank you for your daughter. We thank you for the purpose you placed in her. We thank you for the, um, the plans you, you've given to her. So we ask you, Holy Spirit, that you continue to direct her steps. We ask you, Holy Spirit, that you continue to um, strengthen her in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We thank you for giving her the light that she is to her school and to her family. So we ask you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that you continue to strengthen her and you continue to brighten her light in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We ask you, Lord, that through your name that the gospel will be preached in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, through your name that the, the sick will be healed in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, and through your name that the cats will be set free through your daughter in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We give you the honor, glory, and thanksgiving. We ask you, oh Lord, as she is raising funds um, to go to uh, fivefold church, that you will be a super supernatural provider for her in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We ask you, Holy Spirit, that you continue to give her wise counsel as she's leading this group as at her school. We ask you, Holy Spirit, that you give, be, be her wise counsel in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Continue to fill her up with your spirit in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We give the honor, glory, and thanksgiving, Jesus. We say, blessed be your beautiful and matchless name. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, so thank you for tuning in to episode 39 of Static Conversations. Hey, sis, where can people find you? Yes, at Demery Carrion on Instagram. And it's spelled D-E-M-A-R-E-E-C-A-R-R-E-O-N. No underscores, no dots. <laughs> Just straight that on Instagram. That is um, the only social media that I have. So you'll find me there. You'll find me there. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, and I'll put her uh, information in the description box below. Are you going to do a tour soon? Maybe after you graduate, you know, you, you have to graduate first. But maybe maybe a tour that you're going to be setting people free in the name of Jesus. I'll just speak that into your life right now. Whatever God has for you, let it be in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Mine will be done. Thank you so much for having me on here. No problem. So once again, special thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. I'm glad to officially meet you. I'm glad to know you. And I'm so grateful for what God has done in your life. I'm so grateful for what God is doing in your life. And I'm so expectant for what God is going to do in your life. And I just want to tell you right now that the best is yet to come in your life in Jesus' mighty name. I receive it. Amen. Amen. So everyone, join the conversation in the comment section below. Tell us what part of the conversation stood out to you. 
Don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell if you're watching on YouTube. And if you listen on Spotify or anywhere else, um, follow, hit the notification bell, and give us five stars for this wonderful conversation I just have with my sister. New conversations come out every Saturday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you have any prayer requests, put in the comment section below. We love you. God bless you. And I'll see you next time.